Hey folks, as promised, Wes and I have released a continuation of episode 216 on Game of Thrones, a casual discussion about 40 minutes long, recorded the morning after the finale aired, where we reflect upon how that ending affects the overall theme of the show. As a preview, I'm going to play you a few minutes here of clips from that conversation to give you a taste of the kind of topics we brought up. Game of Thrones was never really about power. It was about the audience enjoying, in a soap opera kind of way, powerful people and the machinations of powerful people and all that. But in the last two episodes, it did become about something, which was kind of weird, but also interesting. And definitely in the final episode, by really going against our expectations, not just by killing off people in the way that Game of Thrones has done, but in sort of saying, yeah, this whole thing is stupid. This whole power struggle, it's all just a waste. They're kind of telling the audience, your whole like vicariously living in this world of people killing each other and defeating each other and all that stuff, it's a critique of the audience, I think, as well, on the whole game of watching the game. A lot of people were talking about from the beginning, like, why don't they just have a democracy? And the fact that it actually gets explicitly brought up and all the nobles laugh about it, that was... <laughs> When Sam says that, I'm like, oh my God, they're not going there, are they? Are they really <laughs> going to go there? That's sort of a fourth wall moment as well, because it's playing with speculation about possibilities for the end of the show. In a film, what would be, you know, like a cigar is a substitute for a phallus. What would be a substitute for a breast? Something that Robin Aaron in that last scene where he was reintroduced, the cousin of the main characters who was most noticeably breastfeeding at, you know, age eight, could have pulled out just to make us chuckle and sucked on a uh, big pillow or whatever. The whole penultimate episode didn't feel set up enough for me. It felt too forced. Logically it was, but emotionally it was too jarring. I think we were led to expect a more realistic thing as opposed to a more archetypal thing. Right? I was kind of thinking about the turn to the dark side with Star Wars. Now, so of course, unless you're showing... The movie's in order to a young child who doesn't know anything about Darth Vader. There's no surprise there. I like. I wonder if it's set up well enough, if you really didn't know that, if people might be, oh, I loved Anakin, he was great. Or if he was just always so transparently telegraphed that people would not object similarly when he turns to the dark side in the way that they did with Daenerys. There is no hypothetical medieval society in which women are empowered. I'm afraid. This idea that you're going to create this violent, in many ways, primitive society and then say, but oh, you know, yes, they're murdering each other left and right and they're completely amoral, but women do pretty well. Women don't do pretty well in that sort of situation. And this is one of the problems with the way these issues are approached. The concept of empowerment is about power. It's nakedly about power and it's not about equality of rights and things like that. It's about who has the power and not how we equalize that in a society because it's accepted, for instance, in society as a meritocracy or whatever you want to call it, that there's going to be all these enormous inequalities. Some people are going to be CEOs and some are going to be really, really poor. But there's this concern over representation and equalizing by gender, race, or whatever. The top of the hierarchy is if that matters at all for the well-being of a society. It's like asking, you know, well, everyone's a peasant at some point in history except for all the nobles, but are the nobles gender balanced in their power? It's stupid. Okay, that's all you get. If you'd like to hear the full discussion, become a Partially Examined Life supporter at partiallyexaminedlife.com support. 
You can sign up right there through our website, which gives you access to the citizen feed, or at patreon.com slash partiallyexaminedlife. Sign up at the $5 level. Either way, you will almost certainly still be able to listen to our podcasts and now ad-free, unbroken, with bonus material on your preferred podcast player, including Apple Podcasts. Our audience is small enough that our commercials do not cover our expenses, so direct contributions from listeners like you is the only way we can get this done. And we would love to have the freedom and the funds to not only go further into philosophical history, but to cover popular culture topics like this through bonus material or potentially even a spin-off podcast. So please help us do that. Thank you. Asante came to TurboTax after graduating from culinary school and landing a job in the hottest kitchen in town. My hands are full all day, every day. I love it. Asante, as your TurboTax expert, I'll make your moves count. Guaranteeing 100% accurate filing and your maximum refund. Sound good? Yes, expert! Switch to Intuit TurboTax and make your moves count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live.